In this dark mid-afternoon heat of the Utah desert, Wyatt and Charlene were en route to the City of Angels. The sun glowed like a merciless disc, a fiery backdrop to the endless expanse of sandy monotony. The borrowed forerunner carried two Midwestern souls eager for new beginnings. It was a perfect vessel for this voyage, the throbbing of its engine in tune with the thrumming anticipation in their hearts. Char imagined us on Sunset Boulevard, the palm trees casting long shadows in the warm L.A. twilight. Charlene smiled, twirling a chestnut lock around her finger. I know why, and those posh brunch spots, all avocado toast and cold brews, way swankier than our usual diner fare. She replied, her words filled with a sense of wonder. The thought of abandoning their comfortable Midwest routine for this glamorous world seemed both terrifying and exciting. The dreamy image of their future life in L.A. kept them company as the miles of barren desert rolled by. The ghostly quiet of their surroundings couldn't dampen the jubilant conversations in the car. Talk of beach volleyball on the golden shores of Santa Monica, of thrift shopping in the quirky boutiques of Silver Lake, filled the desert air with echoes of laughter. The vastness of the Utah desert has a knack for making one feel like an unwelcome guest. As they pressed on, the thrill of the open road began to lose its charm, replaced by the relentless sameness of the terrain. Charlene's hazel gaze, usually lost in the labyrinth of L.A. dreams, was now fixated on something far in the distance. A curiosity ignited in her voice as she said, Why? What's that over there? Wyatt squinted his eyes in the direction she pointed. He couldn't make it out, but it didn't matter. Adventure was Wyatt's middle name. Let's take a look he said, nudging the wheel of their all-terrain forerunner. He noticed a dusty trail veering off the freeway and steered the vehicle onto it, the sudden change making the tires sprue up a sandy storm. The fire road was bumpy and desolate, weaving its way into the heart of the desert. They drove for a while until the trail was abruptly cut off by a forbidding metal fence. A rusted sign with faded letters hung from the topmost wire, reading, No Trespassing. Wyatt parked the forerunner and they both got out. They examined the obstacle before them. The fence stretched out as far as their eyes could see. Suddenly, Charlene, her gaze far more observant, spotted an opportunity. Why? Over there! She pointed to a section of the fence where it met a wooden gate. It was chained, but the rusted padlock appeared weak, the victim of countless seasons under the desert's harshness. A daring glint sparkled in Wyatt's eyes. Think we can break it? I reckon we can, she affirmed, a reckless grin mirrored on her face. Wyatt fetched a crowbar from the trunk of the car. With a well-aimed whack, the padlock gave way and the gate creaked open. They climbed back into their vehicle, the anticipation of their newfound adventure surging as Wyatt navigated the forerunner through the narrow gate. As they ventured deeper, the stubborn fence faded into their rearview mirror. They had crossed an invisible line into an untouched world, oblivious of the chains of events they had just set in motion. The Toyota groaned and bounced over the forgotten trail, a rugged steel stallion braving the terrain's harshness. The distant mystery that had caught Charlene's eye was their North Star, guiding them further into the wilderness. As minutes turned into hours, the object of their curiosity seemed to tease them, lingering just out of clear sight. Their conversation dwindled to sporadic comments as the sun embarked on its downward journey, casting long, dramatic shadows across the barren landscape. After what seemed an eternity, the mirage-like haze finally receded, revealing the enigma they had been chasing. 
It was a majestic structure hewn from the very heart of the desert. The massive edifice, terraced and tower-like, was something out of a forgotten era, the reddish stone from which it was constructed a stark contrast against the deepening azure of the evening sky. Wow, look at that, why? Charlene breathed, her eyes wide with a mix of awe and disbelief. Looks almost like a Native American Pueblo, don't you think? Wyatt squinted, adjusting his baseball cap on his head. Kinda does, but bigger, more intricate, he admitted. Never seen anything like it back home. The remnants of once grand, now crumbling walls surround the base of the pyramid-like edifice. Doorways and windows blackened by shadows punctuated the vast facade, hinting at the labyrinth within. Look at those openings, Why? It feels like they're inviting us in. Charlene added, her voice dropping to a whisper, as if afraid to disrupt the uncanny silence that surrounded them. As the Forerunner's headlights swept across the structure, their light played on the etched stone, casting eerie, dancing shadows. A rush of thrill coursed through their veins. This was it, the source of their impromptu detour, a lost monument standing sentinel in the heart of the desert. Parking the Forerunner at a respectful distance from the ancient edifice, Wyatt and Charlene stepped out, their eyes drawn magnetically towards the looming structure. The cool desert evening was settling in as they approached the entrance, a mere shadowy slash in the stone facade. Inside it was much cooler, the stone walls holding back the heat of the day. A faint earthy aroma filled the air, the scent of age-old stone and centuries of silence. The first chamber that they stepped into was grand, its high ceiling lost in the darkness. In the dim light filtering in from the entrance, they could make out elaborate carvings on the walls, and further inside, stone crypts neatly lined in rows. Charlene's voice echoed softly. This looks like a mausoleum. And one hell of a grand one at that. Look at those carvings. They're incredible. The ornate markings on the stone seemed to be depicting stories of valor, of life, of an epoch long gone, and Wyatt traced them with his fingers, his touch a stranger to the familiar lines etched long ago. Imagine the histories these walls have seen. Charlene mused, her eyes reflecting the dim light as they danced over the intricate carvings. The stories they could tell. Wyatt nodded, his gaze now on the stone crypts. Do you think they're... You know, filled? A slight shiver coursed through Charlene. Let's not find out why. We are visitors here, not grave robbers. Her words echoed through the vast chamber, a reminder of their place in this ancient tomb. With one last glance around, they ventured deeper into the structure, each step a journey back in time, into a past that held its breath within the cold stone walls. As they delved deeper into the structure, the temperature dropped noticeably, as if they were moving into the belly of the earth itself. They soon came upon a chamber filled with large, peculiar murals etched into the stone walls. The artwork was striking, showcasing what appeared to be gargantuan shadows looming over smaller, terrified human figures. Wyatt ran his hand over the etchings, a frown deepening on his face. What in the world? These shadows? Shar, they're giant, aren't they? Looming over the people. 
Charlene, her hazel eyes reflecting the eerie murals, nodded. It's so weird, I, I can't make heads or tails of it. She paused, looking around the dim chamber, a faint shiver creeping up her spine. Why, I don't feel right. Let's get out of here. Wyatt, feeling a familiar unease, agreed. They quickly made their way back to the entrance and out into the open air, an unexpected rush of relief flooding through them. But the relief was short-lived. When Wyatt turned the key in the ignition, there was no familiar hum of the engine. He tried again and again, only to be met with silence. The battery was completely dead. On checking their phones, the lack of signal bars sent a chill of realization. They were cut off. Oh God, why? Charlene's voice trembled. We're stuck. We're really stuck. Wyatt and Charlene roused themselves from an uneasy sleep. With the sun still a faint blush on the horizon, they loaded their backpacks with meager provisions and water bottles. Wyatt, studying the surroundings, gauged that they were a good 30 miles from the freeway. It was going to be a long, challenging day. Starting their trek through the unforgiving desert landscape, they clung to a thread of hope, their eyes constantly flickering to their lifeless phones for any sign of a signal. The endless expanse seemed to mock their efforts, but they pressed on, silenced their unwanted companion. As the unforgiving desert rose higher, Wyatt and Charlene paused their trek, seeking some respite. They claimed a spot on a sun-baked stretch of land, rationing out their meager provisions and water carefully, acutely aware of the long miles that lay ahead. Charlene was in mid-bite when she froze, her eyes darting to the side. Why did you? She gestured vaguely to her right, her expression unsettled. Wyatt followed her gaze, squinting against the stark glare, but all he saw was the ceaseless expanse of desert. There's nothing here, Char. But I saw something. It was there, just on the edge of my vision. Charlene insisted, her voice edged with uncertainty. Wyatt offered her a comforting smile. It's just the desert playing tricks on us, Char. Heat and the sun can do that. Though Charlene nodded and tried to shake off her apprehension, a nagging sense of unease lingered as they gathered their belongings and pressed on. Every now and then, her eyes would flicker to the side, half expecting to catch another glimpse of something that was perhaps just a figment of her imagination. Or was it? The desert in its vast, silent majesty held the answers close. With the sun climbing higher in the stark desert sky, Wyatt and Charlene trudged on, their feet leaving a lonely trail of prints in the sand. Charlene, already uneasy from her earlier sighting, now felt a growing apprehension about their shadows. Glancing back, she couldn't shake the feeling that their silhouettes were too large, too dark, their outlines stretching and binding in an uncanny manner. The shadows seemed to be entities of their own tailing them with a ghastly grace that mirrored their every move. Why? She called out in a shaky voice. Do our shadows... Do our shadows look odd to you? He gave her a dismissive look. You're letting the desert heat get to you, Char. But as he looked over his shoulder, a frown tugged at his lips. Although, that's not right. It was true. Their shadows weren't aligning with the sun's position unsettling the sturdy demeanor he'd maintained. As they pushed forward, their shadows continued their peculiar dance, growing larger and more distorted. Then, the shadows began to move on their own accord. Even when Wyatt and Charlene halted in their tracks, the eerie silhouettes continued to ripple and shift on the desert floor. 
As the scorching Utah sun bore down on them, Wyatt and Charlene's physical endurance dwindled and their mental resilience began to crumble. The ominous shadows seemed to grow more substantial and more menacing, radiating a chilling aura that gnawed relentlessly at their escalating fears. Casting a wary glance backwards, Wyatt recoiled, his shadow sprawled grotesquely over the desert sand, contorted into nightmarish shapes resembling savage beasts with sharp, menacing claws and gleaming, unblinking eyes. A sense of dread washed over them, the constant spectral presence shaking their sanity to the core. Charlene's face blanched with terror. They're taking over, why? Our shadows, they're consuming us. They argued, the strain of their voices echoing through the desert. Remember those paintings at the mausoleum? Charlene's voice wavered as she pieced together the puzzle. The giant shadows looming over the people. They were warnings, why? Gripping jagged stones as makeshift weapons, they spun to face their monstrous silhouettes. With hearts thundering in their chests, they lunged at the shifting specters, yet their adversaries were elusive, smoke-like entities that slipped through their grasp, untouched by their efforts. The shadows writhed and twirled, a mocking ballet that seemed to mimic their futile struggle. Pinned in a dire situation, under a pitiless sun, and haunted by impossible shadows, they were trapped. The eerie artwork in the forgotten desert mausoleum seemed to be their reality now. Shadows looming over them, threatening their survival. As their ordeal dragged on, their final hours in the desert seemed imminent. A chilling revelation dawned upon Wyatt and Charlene. The shadows that haunted their steps were not external creatures, rather they were tangible embodiments of their deepest fears, their most buried regrets. The desert around them had twisted into a harrowing purgatory, a psychological labyrinth that exploited their vulnerabilities and led them closer to their doom. I think, I think it's us, Char. Wyatt said hoarsely, his eyes still locked on their monstrous shadows. Our fears, our guilt, it's like they've spilled out of us. Charlene glanced at him, her own shadow writhing like a tormented creature on the sand beside her. The desert, it's, it's showing us ourselves why. The realization hung heavily in the air as they came to understand the cruel mirroring of their internal turmoil. All the suppressed anxieties, the latent guilt had gained form in this unforgiving landscape, turning against them in the most terrifying way. As the relentless sun began to dip towards the horizon, a profound change swept over them. They no longer sought to escape, but to accept, to embrace the darkness that had relentlessly pursued them. Drawing deep, shaky breaths, they slowly turned to face their grotesque doppelgangers. And then, with the courage born of despair, they stepped forward, willingly merging with their shadowy selves. The glaring sun of the desert receded, an eternal darkness replacing it. They had become one with their fears, surrendering to the very things they had been running from. And then, just like that, they were gone. The desert, a silent, indifferent witness to their struggle, claimed them, leaving no trace of Wyatt and Charlene behind, only the whispering sands to tell their haunting tale.